withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing. Hallelujah. We want to welcome you. We want to welcome you that are tuning in now to a service that is already going on. Hallelujah. Well, we're worshiping and we've been at a place. Are you ready to surrender all? Because right now here in this sanctuary, we're at a place that our hearts are open. Everybody that's in this place, we've opened up to, to surrender who we are to him, our God, our king and our everything. And so we just welcome you to be a part of what we're doing here today at Faith Harvest Worship Center. And I question I leave with you. Are you ready to surrender it all hallelujah come on let's give the lord a hand clap of praise in this place hallelujah hallelujah again welcome to faith harvest where god's word is the authority people are the priority and the king is still on the throne somebody shout hallelujah glory to god i'm just excited because uh, so often and it's been a challenging past two years but i've been excited about this year because i told you this is the year of favor i told y'all you wouldn't find me where you where you saw me at previously glory to god favor is occurring uh in the midst of all that's going on god has just blessed us with our new building we have just landed in sound on february 18th 33 years ago i birthed a child my one of my children was born on february 18th but on february 18th 2022 god had birthed a new building and a new process of a new ministry that god's going to send forth a new school a new everything somebody shout hallelujah glory to god yes that's right in the midst of a pandemic in the midst of trials and tribulation god has opened a new door somebody shout hallelujah i'm excited this morning to be able to share that amen i don't know if the cameras can zoom in or not but uh i wanted to encourage those to get a look at the new campus glory to god that uh, the lord has blessed us with the new harvest amen that's right the new harvest and uh there's so many things that i believe god's going to do there but i want to encourage you because god's been restoring some things and in, in, in the ministry so here at the ministry god has blessed me with many sons that have stepped up to do what they need to do and to be in ministry glory to god uh we got pastor rob y'all heard from last week last week amen today you're going to hear from another one of my sons amen uh pastor stedman as he comes forth glory to god the powerful man of god who has been running our outreach ministry and let me share with you outreach has been growing week after week that he's been doing it uh more and more families have been being blessed we're giving away more than three thousand almost four thousand pounds of food a month close to that um it's been tremendous and the families that we're getting to meet and that he has the opportunity to pray with glory to god pastor bruce uh perkins is in the house and let me share with you counseling ministry you need not be ashamed to be able to sit down so many of us in the past has ostracized if you needed to sit down with a counselor let me share with you the devil is a liar there is nothing wrong with sitting down and let me share with you your mental health and your mental stability is more important than anything else 
And one of the things is Pastor Bruce has been able to show folks in the word of God. Sit down with them and tell them how to do it. And so we're sharing it. We, this ministry is becoming more and more holistic. And so things are being restored. Our prayer ministry is intact. Our women's ministry is intact. Elder Carvel has been sitting in a meeting Monday after Monday. We have not stopped in spite of what's going on and in spite of what's happening around us. We have not given up or given in. And if only one person shows up, we're still there. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, we had an awesome men's meeting on Saturday. Uh, men, it's important that we come out and come together. And for whatever reason, many of the men were not here. But Pastor Bruce was here. Pastor Rob was here. And Pastor Ray was here. And you know what? We ministered to each other. Glory to God. And we needed it. And so we appreciate it. And I'm just sharing with you. We would have welcomed everybody else. But the pastors ministered to one another. And so what a glorious time we had and i want to encourage you every second saturday come on out and join us for that just all these things that this ministry is doing every every other saturday we have the outreach with pastor steadman and then the second saturday of every month is our men's meeting glory to god third it's the third i'm sorry third saturday is our men's fellowship and uh every second and fourth is our outreach ministry and every monday night is our women's ministry on Zoom. They have not yet, so you can get on, tie in and uh, with them there. We're actually going to uh, be ending the Zoom because they're going to be airing right here out of the sanctuary. Uh, I think they'll be able to reach much more people that way. Glory to God. They don't have, you don't have to dial in and get a number. You just go to the website and go live. Amen. Glory to God. So they got the instructions. They know what to do next. <laughs> so we will be going live on Monday night. Uh, I'm just encouraged about all the things that God has restored. And I need to tell you, none of them are for me. All of them are for us. We, together, each and every one of us. This is about God's people. This isn't about a pastor or a ministry. This is about the people of God. And we have decided we're going to do the work. We are servants of the Most High God. And here at Faith Harvest, Harvest Ministries, the harvest work is going to go forth. Why? We're interested in the harvest. Amen. And I like that title, The Harvest. Uh, I'm, I'm playing with that. Y'all hear me? I like The Harvest. That may be our new name. <laughs> the Harvest. Glory to God. But with all that said, I want to bring up a powerful man of God. He, I know he's, he is, uh prepared himself, his heart, his mind. And I want to just share with you, you know, and I tease him because I, I always wear a suit. I do not wear robes. I very often wear a robe. And he, so, he says, I wear a robe. And the reason he wears a robe, I need to just share this little bit about him. He is a military man. And military man is accustomed to uniforms. Okay? And so he has that uniformity spirit going on. There's nothing wrong with that because the uniform he got on is the right one. Amen? And uh, so he loves to wear uniforms. So I, I tease him, but uh, he, I told him he needs to be his own man. So here, come on and welcome my other son, Pastor Michael Stedman. Let's give the Lord a big hand praise this morning. Amen. 
You know, Pastor Ray said he teases me about his roots, but I always tease him when he's in the back and he's yawning before church. <laughs> but when he gets up here, there's not one yawn out of him. So that's the power of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, I'm going to read from the scripture. One of my, you know, the Gospel of Luke is one of my favorite gospels, and we're going to take a story from there today. Um, we're going to be reading from uh, Luke. Get your Bibles open. Uh, we're going to be reading from Luke chapter six, uh, verses twenty-seven through thirty-eight this morning. And I'm coming from the King James Version. And the scripture reads, But I say unto you, which hear, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. And unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. Give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye able to them likewise. For if ye love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. And if we do good to them, which do good to you? What thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love ye your enemies and do good, and lend hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil." Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For for with the same measure that ye meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. And that is our gospel reading. You know, this has been a thing that's been weighing on my heart a while, um, seeing the nature of the world and the way things are at this time. God has placed on my heart this uh, message today, which is entitled, God Shows Mercy, and We Must Do the Same. Now, Jesus in today's gospel shocks the disciples with his words to love our enemies and show them mercy. Basically, Jesus was saying if God can show mercy and forgive people of their sins, then we must also do the same. It is his job to judge, not ours. That is one of the problems in our world today, judging others and hate. When we read Jesus' words today, we need these words to soak into our minds Because it is far more important than anything I will say here to you today. However, my friends, I will mention some of the thoughts and insights that I came to as a primer. You see, there are life-changing, mood-altering, powerful actions that this week's reading encompasses. Now, we all must admit 
that we do not fully live the words of Jesus. We are all striving to change and do our best. We almost look, learn, and change. So let me ask the question, why are Jesus' statements in this reading so hard? Because they are principles of God, the way things really work, and they go against everything that the world knows. Folks, the fact is that mankind is ingrained in ways different from God's. For example, the Code of Hammurabi specified an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I know we're all familiar with that. Now, this principle existed before the Jews received the Ten Commandments. Now, folks, the Code of Hammurabi is simple justice, but it is not God's justice. Today, Jesus ends this nonsense. Jesus was saying, it is not the way of God, but the way of man. This justice, people think, is common sense, logical way to live one's life. This principle does not seek to inflict injury except in cases where injury was deserved. It is fair. The bad person suffers and the good person prospers. But Jesus says that is not the behavior we should live by. It is quite simple, my friends. God goes beyond justice and shows mercy, and we must do the same. And most people in our world today think that This very way is unnatural and goes against our instincts. To move beyond seeking justice and instead show mercy is an act of God's grace and is an instruction to the followers and believers of Jesus Christ. And there's not enough of that right now in this world. Listen, this is the way the kingdom of God is supposed to operate which means it is totally opposite from the ways that the majority of mankind thinks and lives. Jesus begins with the truth today. He says, love your enemies. And then he gives concrete examples of what he means. He says, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. Now these examples are general in nature, hatred, cursing, and abuse. And these can manifest in a myriad of ways. But then Jesus gets specific. He says, if anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other. From anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes your good, do not ask for them. Now, these three examples are specific, striking a cheek, taking a coat, or taking goods. (laughs) You've got to love Jesus. He not only speaks about something, he also has the proof to back it up. He is providing us with an array of examples so that we think about the thousands of ways this principle of God can be applied. It is quite simple. Love your enemies. My dear friends, I do not think that this means that we will always feel great about turning a cheek. Because that, to get hit again, it's very hard. But we are called to action. 
Look, faith is an action. We turn our cheek, we turn in faith. Now, let us admit we are not always happy about it, but we do it out of faith. Why? Because we are Jesus' disciples, and we are not not to allow the other person to control us and the situation. We are to seize the principle of God and to use it effectively. Now, this may seem weak to turn our cheek in the face of hatred and violence. But, folks, we see how powerful it is when Jesus is crucified. We are to seize the opportunity by loving. Remember on the cross, Jesus did not curse his enemies but he prayed for their forgiveness. Love conquers all. Look at St. Francis of Assisi and Dr. Martin Luther King. They ended this act of hate and reversed it with the beginning of love, love shown through the action of carrying on by turning the other cheek. Basically, They were seizing the opportunity to control the situation through love. And once again, love conquers all. Now let us look at the golden rule for a moment. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Folks, the rule is often misstated. And it is usually found in a negative form. Look at this. Great philosopher Philo said, What you hate to suffer... Do not do to any other. Jesus changes his statement to be proactive. He says we are to expand and go further with this principle. Not only are we to practice behavior that we would not like to experience. Because friends we act in faith. Before we act not after. Then Jesus offers up three more examples. If you love those, if you do good to those, and if you lend to those. My brothers and sisters, Jesus instructed us earlier on how to respond to people who treat us badly or take advantage of us. And Jesus also tells us on how to respond to those who treat us well. Jesus wants us to do good at all times. We receive no special rewards for doing good doing good works for the sake of good is not the way and it's not the way of God keep in mind that people who are not Christians do good for the sake of good as followers of Jesus we are to do good whether we receive good or bad in return we do not do good and keep track of who has done wrong and who has treated us well Jesus is calling for us to stop keeping score and do good all the time. End the ways of thinking like mankind and follow the instructions of our Lord. My friends, Jesus gives us the reason for doing good at all times, no matter what the circumstances. We are to do good, to love, and act in mercy because the fact of the matter is We are the children of God. We are his representatives here on earth. 
The Lord is our boss and our employer. Our job is to follow our job description. Forget the insubordinate co-workers or rude people. We have a job to do when we need to do it. My friends, we are the heirs to the kingdom of God. We are all blessed with the opportunity to enter into the presence and to enjoy the protection, love, and care of the Lord. Our reward is great. We are the king's representatives and must act and do the works as representatives of royalty. If your ears and eyes have been opened to the truth of Jesus Christ, you have received a gift and a privilege and act like it. We need to act like it. And I want to invite you today, if God can show mercy, so can you. Act like a kingdom kid today. It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 10, it says, Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you, have, once you had not received mercy, but now we have received mercy. Listen, family. We need to hold a position of humility. Because humility positions us to see others from an entirely different perspective. If we are the worst of sinners, then it clearly follows that we are as bad or worse than anyone else. If you are a child of God, we need to follow our Father's example. Since we have been forgiven and are in a relationship with God, only because of his mercy, we have nothing to offer except our gratitude. To judge is to form either a negative or positive opinion. To condemn is to pronounce guilt. And we are sometimes quick to pronounce what we think God would pronounce. We are not God. We assume what to be true and pass judgment or condemnation. But God judges not us. That is his job, not ours. Who becomes a goat or a sheep is the Lord's job and not ours. Our job is to be his sheep and act like sheep. We as Christians, and not all of us, can go around and do good, pray intently, and seek Jesus, and we still pass judgment. We, are, we as royal employees of the king are not obeying the king by acting this way. It is the poison of mankind. Remember this, folks. For the measure you give, you, you will be the measure that you get back. We are granted a good measure for not engaging in this behavior. And as followers and representatives of Christ, we must acknowledge the reality of evil and be followers who will stand up for what is right. We must be able to identify what is good and what is evil. And the Lord directs us by studying his word and by faithing in him. Living faithfully includes making discerning decisions 
as representatives of the kingdom of God. We are not to allow people to set the agenda. We are not to wait and see what the other person will do before we decide what we will do. Nor are we to be trapped in a vicious cycle that someone else starts. We are to seize the opportunity to love. Listen, to judge is not to love. If you have been harmed, showing mercy is an act of, is, is, is an act of love. My friends, my prayer for you today is simply this, to show mercy on those who have wronged, wronged you, because if God can show mercy, so must we. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 7, it says, The merciful are blessed, for they will be shown mercy. Listen, folks, as you come to know Jesus more intimately, you will grow increasingly aware of your sins. Tragically, many people think they have little, if anything, for God to forgive. They have been deceived by the prevailing lie that there is no absolute truth. And unfortunately, the fear of God seems to have left this world. Look around. All the killings in Philadelphia. Constant unrest. People hating each other. Keep in mind that the fear of God is not one of control or negativity but one of direction and hope. We have a healthy fear of God that we will somehow fall back into and repeat the unloving acts from our past, which directly contributed to our horrible state of being, and he will not be there to open our eyes and lead us to change. We fear that. We fear losing his presence in our lives. That is dear to us. We fear that we do not have enough faith, and we are unworthy. The fear is one big factor that keeps us focused on him. There is a lot of learning that we still have to do, me included, and a lot of change to come. Progress, not perfection, which is what's happening with the harvest. Progress, not perfection. However, we need to seek his guidance as we progress. In a world that judges Christians when they themselves are not Christians, it's hard to love sometimes. But, my friends, love is the truth. We are acting like sheep when we reach this level. Loving your enemy will never happen unless you love God. Now, my brothers and sisters, because we are not yet perfect, forgiveness will be on an ongoing process. It begins with God forgiving us first. Next all, next, all of us will have to forgive ourselves and place our sins under the blood of Christ. Let me ask everyone a question. And this is important. Is there anyone dead or alive that you have anything against? I ask you today, When you go home, make a list. And one by one, ask God's help to forgive each person. What the offenders did was wrong, and 
The resulting pain can be excruciating. Forgiving them doesn't validate the act. It simply releases you to live and love more freely in Christ. Even Jesus didn't retaliate because he trusts in him who judges justly. Now, starting today, put the offenses and offenders in God's hands and forgive liberally. With God's help, you can begin this never-ending process and show the same mercy that God gives to others. Let us pray. Most gracious God, we have gone our own way and sinned against you. Have mercy on us and forgive our sin. We believe you are God's son who died in our place, then rose from the dead with the power and authority to give us a new life. Thank you for making us a child of God. And we now surrender our life to you and your purposes. Give us by your Holy Spirit the boldness to confess our faith in you to others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's not take this word to heart today because this is something that is going on too much in our world. If we start to love, then maybe the others will want what we got. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God a round of applause. Amen. Thank you, brother. Good word. And let me say something. Uh, we're going to be we'll continue on, but I, I want you to, earlier, I wanted to share the scripture, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And, uh, and it was, it's God's word. He said, I know the thoughts I have towards you. Thoughts of peace and not evil. And that we would have an expected end. Those are God's thoughts towards his people. And then in that scripture he used, he talked about uh, having, being merciful as God is merciful. And it's going to be important that we do what we expect to be done. And what has been done for us. I thank God for his grace and his mercy. Because uh, I don't know about you, but I was guilty. Hello? See, y'all ain't going to tell the truth. But I was guilty. I was guilty of being a sinner. I was guilty of missing the mark. I was guilty of not doing right. I was guilty of not uh, honoring God. I was guilty of, of doing my own thing. I, I was guilty of all those things. But somebody say, but God. He met me. He met me in, 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 in my living room with my heart ready to jump out my chest and I was doing wrong. But he met me there. And I'm so grateful today that he allowed me to get it right. He gave me mercy. He gave me grace. And I changed my outlook on life. It changed my outlook on people. It changed my outlook. And so I don't hold nobody it's not my job to judge you. I'll stand with you if you, want to, if you want to stand on the word. I'm in 100%. I'm ready to fight against the uh, wickedness and evil. But if you don't want it, that's your, it's your choice. But we offer that to you today. And that those of you that are watching, those that are here in the service with us, what a chance, what a time right now for us to think about the mercy of God that he showed us. And that we too want to be merciful. In other words, we're not needing to go out and judge everybody, but we want to show love.
How many know that love conquers a multitude of sin? The love of God. And I'm talking about agape love. I'm not talking about phileo love. That's friendship love or mushy, mushy love. Okay, so don't get them confused. The agape love is the love that come from God that not one of us in this room deserve. Yet he will give it to you. Unwavering. You can't do enough. You can't buy this thing. You don't have enough money. There's not even enough that exists in the earth. They can't print enough. It doesn't, it's, it's unpurchasable. But God gives it willingly, lovingly. And so why is this important for, for this being the year of favor? You cannot have the favor of God fall on you if you're not willing to do obedient, be obedient to the word of God. I'm, I'm giving, we've been walking this thing since January. Every word is lining up and I'm sharing with you just what was preached is necessary for the favor of God to fall on your life. If you're not willing to be merciful to someone else, how can God bless you with this awesome blessing that he has for your life, but you're judgmental to them, but you don't want anybody to judge you? Can't do it. If you don't show love, how can you expect the love of God to be shed abroad in your heart? So I'm sharing with you this, this principle of obedience, this principle of, and he talked about mercy. I don't know about you, but he, God said his mercy endureth forever. And I need the mercy of God all the time because I have said and done some things that I wish I didn't. Oh, I guess I'm the only one I'm going to tell the truth. That's that word, bless me. Thank you. Thank you for that word. And for those of you who are watching, those that are here in the service, this is, this is the word of God. So I'm talking to you because I want you to get all of what God has for you. There is so much that's in the heavenlies. Hey, listen, y'all read it when he said pray. He said, as it is in heaven, so shall it be where? You think that's an accident? That is not an accident. So in the heavenlies, if peace and blessings and all this awesome stuff exists, what makes you think he doesn't want us to have it here in the earth? I know you got some people who think, you know, and I'm not talking about no name it, claim it, none of that. I'm talking about the word of God. He has no problem because he actually wants you to practice what you preach so when we get to heaven, you can live it properly. And if you can't live it here, how are you going to live it there? I guess I'm, am I talking Spanish or, or Greek or something? Uh, listen, listen to me. This is the word of God. And I'm encouraging all of us. Obedience is better than a sacrifice. And so I'm asking you to dig in your heart. Dig in your heart right now. And say, so, you know what, God? I want you to do a heart transplant on me right where I am. Transplant. Change this heart. Change me, God, so I can be a change agent on your behalf. Somebody give God glory. Amen. Right there. So that I can be a change agent on your behalf. Right there. Amen. I want to advise, I'm, I'm going to reach out. Somebody, you might be out there right now, 
and you're saying, you know what, I want to be a change agent and I want my life to be different today. So you might say, you know what, but I, I, in order for your life to be different and for you to have the things of the king, then you need to be one of the king's kids. And in order to be the king's kid, that's what we call being born again. So you need to be able to open up your heart, open up your mind and say, God, I want to be yours. In other words, you, it's a simple thing, and you may be able to say this with me. And so if you're here in the audience, amen, and you want, to, you want to be born again, you say, I want what God has for me. I've been talking, hearing about this thing. What is it? It's a free gift, and it doesn't take a whole lot. Guess what he said? If you would confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, then you could be saved. I, 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 I didn't, I'm telling you, because see, I used to make fun. I thought I was intelligent. And I would say, how is it possible to be born again? You can't come out your mother's womb twice. He wasn't talking about that. He was talking about a renewed spirit. Okay? For all those smart Alex like I was. Okay? And I finally figured it out. And I'm one of them now. Amen. I'm so happy to be born again. To be free. That my spirit has been changed. Oh, yes. And let me acknowledge you. Yep. I look a little bit like that other guy, okay, but he dead, okay, he's dead, the new guy is, is alive and well, somebody shout hallelujah, with new vision, with new hope, with new goals, with new aspirations, oh my God, with newness all on my mind and in my life, and because of that, God is doing a new thing, and I want to encourage you, he can do it in you. And so, hey, all you had to do is do this with me. Say, say, you know, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. You might say a simple statement like this. Lord, forgive me, for I was a sinner, but now I came to be a saint. I've opened up my heart to be, to be here with you. And I'm asking you, God, that you would intervene into my life. I willingly yield it over to you. And I'm asking you, God, that you would take over and take me in and because of that God I freely want to acknowledge you as my God I know that you died on the cross and you rose again on my behalf and because you rose I can live again 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 and again in the newness of who I am thank you God thank you for saving me thank you for healing me today Thank you for giving me a new opportunity. Come on, give God some glory right there. If you said that statement, you ought, to, you ought to be shouting in your seat right there. If you said it online, you ought to be shouting in your seat because that is for you. It's a free gift. It costs you nothing. And I'm sharing with you, it is just that simple. Do not complicate this thing. Okay, you don't need to do three jumps and holler Jesus 98 times, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You don't need to do none of that. What you need to do is what we just said. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Now, I, I want to do another thing too because, and we haven't done this in a while. And Pastor Stedman, you've been ministering and, and it's important. So if you're here and you want to make this your home, a home church because God said he's growing his church and he's changing things and if you're here and you want to make a commitment to the things of God we want to welcome you this morning amen 
into this place because see there's some people we haven't been doing that too much uh too many sunday mornings but you know what i need y'all to know if it's you if it's you you come right up here if you want to be a part of this ministry and this work and we got and let me share with you this has nothing to do you don't have it don't cost you nothing you don't need no nothing you just need to be in your heart if that's you come on up here amen welcome my brother welcome my brother this is this gift this gift is a free gift and this is a good place and this is a good man and we together are going to carry the word of god come on young come on glory to god hallelujah glory to god come on welcome welcome let me share with you welcome come on Look at this. Look at this. Young and old. Young and old. This is what God is doing. And I heard in my spirit, 